With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Yo, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Saul Bookman Show. It's been a little while. I know it's uh, been a couple weeks where I've been solo. It's uh, it definitely was the week of the Pac-12 tournament, and now I'm back. So I appreciate you all joining me today. Uh, this is going to be a pretty quick and painless episode, hopefully. I have a couple hot takes, I guess you could say, on what this Arizona thing was all about on HBO. It was, it really it was a Christian Dawkins thing. Let's just be, let's be real about that. It was a Christian Dawkins feature. Um, which I, I found interesting for sure. And, and it did kind of change my perspective. We'll get into that here in a second. Ari McDonald coming back for the women. That's awesome. And Zeke Naji, he's gone. He's going to the NBA. Um, no surprise really there. He's projected to be a first round pick to me. He's the best of the three freshmen anyway. Uh, and you know, the stats proved it, his play proved it, but you know, you know how that all goes. So, well, this HBO documentary was pretty interesting, right? Two hours of absolutely nothing. <laughs> you know, and John Wilner earlier in in the week or the the week before had talked about if if this isn't what get, gets Miller fired, then then nothing will. Like nothing nothing that came out of that entire thing was anything surprising, and no new information. That's for sure. And uh, you know, I th- I think the the Two biggest things that made Miller look bad are number one, how he bragged about um, how he bragged about benching a player. Like, shut up, dude. Like, seriously, like that—that's your go-to. Like, you're, you're going to brag about that. Like, I—I I guess I, it just didn't make any sense. And then, um, and then number two, just man, the f bombs. Whoa. <laughs> It's <laughs> like seven f bombs in like a fifteen second span. That's uh, pretty impressive, and uh, and uh, it, it doesn't surprise you, right? I, one of the cool things that I would have liked to seen to have seen when they were talking about fans not being allowed at the games is is really like hearing the coaches unfiltered on the court screaming at their players. Hell yeah, that would have been awesome. That would have been awesome to hear. Because you can't hear that with the fans in the way, you know. So it would have been fascinating, but it didn't happen. And and I, again, we already know, we already knew pretty much everything Christian Dawkins said about Sean Miller on that on that during that documentary. We already knew all that. We knew that you know, Book Richardson said that he was paying DeAndre Aiden. Like, okay, cool. But through all this, at no point in time did we ever hear Sean Miller on a wiretap talking about paying players. Like, not once. He didn't even hint at it. He didn't even hint at it. And so, the fact that John Wilner, that just really got under my skin. It's like, he really blew that way out of proportion. And he really tried to hype up this documentary and hyped it up so much 
for no reason. There was nothing, nothing about that documentary that was worth worth anything. If, if, if in fact, I actually left that documentary thinking, okay, I have a completely different take on Christian Dawkins. I do. I was I was impressed by him, I, and I know. I know a lot of you out there are probably going to be like, well, that's, you know, that's BS, you know, that guy's a felon and blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, okay. You know? Okay. So he, he, during that documentary, he legit told the FBI, like, I'm not, I'm not going after coaches. That's a waste of time. That that's not, that's not the end goal. The end goal is to try and get players to the NBA so we can get paid. And for that, I don't know. I really don't. I, I really don't hate Christian Dawkins for that. I, I not even a little bit, because schools are paying players. It, it, whether you want to believe it or not, schools are paying players. Like it's it's been going on since since I've been alive, and probably way before then. Like that that's nothing new. And if you think it is, then you got your head so far in the sand, you have no idea what's going on in the real world. I it's just. Like, Stephen Smith was caught for shaving points, right? I remember Stephen Smith rolling down the street in a brand new uh, rodeo. Uh, and uh, he had his Roddies in the back. And, and I was just like, this was his junior year. And I was like, how the hell is this guy affording all this? Kind of crazy. That was probably point shaving money. But it could have been something else. You know? I, I know, I know, I know for a fact there have been players at the high school level and beyond that have gotten payments that have gotten uh, gift certificates. I remember uh, very specifically um, some players that, that I know from back in the day getting like $250 gift certificates to like Foot Locker and you know, people paying for trips, people paying for cars, like this, it happens. It just, it happens. (laughs) That's no secret. It's no secret at all. It's just people people want to judge and they want to get on their high horse and, and think, you know, this is, you know, this should never be going on and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I, I, could, I, I could care less. Yeah, I, I couldn't care less, I should say. Yeah, I, I think pay, players should be paid to a degree. Like, I don't want them to take away the amateurism of college sports because it's fantastic and I love it, but... I mean, players should be paid, or they should at least be compensated for things that they provide, right? You know, and if if a, if a car dealership up the street wants to offer, you know, $50,000 for Raleigh Alkins to do a car commercial, let them fucking do it. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, obviously, depending on where you go around the country, that that would probably create an, an un, uneven playing field, but that's a discussion for a different day. When it comes to this documentary, I actually thought that um, not only the did it make Christian Dawkins look good? I thought it made the FBI look absolutely horrendous and unprepared and ill-equipped to handle the logistics of what they were trying to do. And I mean, are we not talking entrapment here? They essentially forced Christian Dawkins to pay federal employees in order to steer players to his outfit. Like what? That's, he didn't even want to do it. And he even told the coaches like, hey, the FBI is going to pay you. Like, take the money. And I don't give I don't give a damn what you do with it. Like, I don't care. So much so that the uh, one of the FBI investigators, Jeff D'Angelo is what his name was, 
uh, got busted for, for, for taking some of that money. Like, how is that dude not going to jail? He's an FBI agent. They're held, they're, they're held to the highest moral code, aren't they? Or at least one of the highest moral codes, I would think. Like, that's just unbelievable. Again, Christian Dawkins, I was impressed with him. And I was even shocked that I didn't know that afterwards he had already signed uh, with a record label. And uh, is, is creating, he created his own la- label um, and uh, is making deals with musicians now. What? What? <laughs> wow. Just a, a pretty pretty impressive individual right there and uh yeah he 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 told factual information for the most part they said that 95% of what Christian Dawkins said was um completely true fact based it was all in in documents and reports and so um one of the things that you know he he thinks Sean Miller's an absolute liar okay well you know that's that's what he says but again there's been no evidence saying that Sean Miller has done anything wrong outside of talk to Christian Dawkins about players. And, and even that's not illegal. So where do you go from there? I don't know. Who cares, right? I mean, we're, I think we're all past that point. I will say this though. I, I think at the beginning of all this, so I was sitting there right in front of Sean Miller when he gave that press conference, when he was talking about how, how he, um, believes that he didn't do anything wrong and he was stating his case and you know blah 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 I was right there in front of him and I I I used to be all team Sean Miller I did I used to I used to definitely believe in that guy um I think he's a an intelligent guy I think he's an intelligent coach I think he means well um when it comes to his players he wants to take care of his players to a degree. Um, I also think that there's a bad side of Sean Miller and even loot on his worst day, I would say is better than, than, than Sean has displayed these last one or two or three years. That's, that's the thing that kind of sticks in my craw. Um, I don't think Sean Miller has, has performed well as a coach of late. I don't think he's done as much as he can with what he should be doing with. Um, I don't think, I think he is underachieved to a, to a large degree. And I think his time is running short at the university of Arizona. I do. I think if he doesn't produce this year and if any, and if no NCAA sanctions come about, then what are we, then what, what's going to happen? You know, is he going to be, is he going to be removed? Is he going to be replaced? Does this documentary change the perception of any of that? I don't think this this documentary did a damn thing to to bother Sean Miller, or or his legacy, or what people think of him. I don't I don't think that at all, not even a little bit. But so so we so we move on, right? We move on. Um, whether you love him or hate him, Sean Miller's still the head coach of the University of Arizona, and I, and I would say right now, deservedly so. Um, you know, a lot of ASU, you know, I live in ASU country, right? I'm up here in Phoenix and a lot of people absolutely want to dog all over Sean Miller. And every time I listen to the local radio guys, you know, a lot of them are like, you know, they're waiting for this smoking gun, but nothing, nothing has happened. And they've even admitted it. Like, what was the point? What was the point of that documentary? And why even bring up Sean Miller at that point? You know what I mean? Will Wade, he's the one that was talking about paying players. 
I mean, talking about paying players more than they can pay them in the D League. Like, what? You can't say that. But that guy still has a job, you know. So, um, and then the cussing, the cussing never really bothered me anyway. Like, I was I was called MFR in college, um, like by my coach. Like, it, it's it's not right. You know, there's definitely a better way to go about that. I've been a I've been a coach. I've been a coach at a high school level. I've coached military guys. Like, and never at one point in time have I ever wanted to drop the F word in their direction at them. Like, I've never, you know, I might turn around like, Jesus, you know, like, because we missed a shot or somebody made a boneheaded play, but never at the player, right? Never directly at the player. I never called a player a specific name or an MFer or, you know, you a-hole or anything like that. Like, I, I just, you know, because as a coach, you're supposed to care about your players, right? And you're supposed to treat them the way you would treat, like, your family. And you can be hard on them all you want. But do you need to go to that level? And I think that, that that's what kind of uh, – that's kind of what I didn't really love too much about about this documentary is that, you know, it kind of showed Sean Miller's kind of true true colors to a degree. And, uh, you know, but, again, is it worth getting getting fired over? Not really. Not really. Not Not even a little bit. So, uh, the other thing that I really took away from this documentary is there was a lot of, when you, when you break it all down and you look at how everything is, has, how everything went in this trial, man, there's, it's hard not to see the racial undertones on this one. Right. I mean, assistant coaches getting hemmed up book. I, I, I still, I'm, I'm going to say this. Book Richardson, I mean, to go to jail for $20,000 for three months, that is just ludicrous. It is just ludicrous. I I just, I feel so bad for, for him. Like, should he have lost his job? Sure, he's a government employee that did something wrong, period. Point blank, that's it. Should that guy have a felony on his record? I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. And I, I just, if, if you've ever talked to book and, and I have on several occasions, um, before all this went down and, um, you know, if you've ever talked to book, one of the first things he will ever say to you is how can I help? That's, that's real. That's legit talk. Like, how can I help? And, you know, back, Back in um, 16 and 17, uh, full disclosure, um, I was about to be a grad student at U of A and, you know, I really wanted to get into coaching. And, and so I, I, I reached out to Book Richardson. I asked him, you know, about this, that, and the other. And he, he told me front up, you know, full out, like probably wouldn't happen at U of A in terms of being a grad assistant. But if I could find another spot somewhere around the country, he would be more than happy to give, make that call. And, um, and, and, and I, and I believed him and we've had, we had several conversations, um, since then. And, and then this all hit and, you know, there's a part of me that, that wondered what was going on. There's another part of me that, um, was like, well, you know, you, you reap what you sow. Right. Um, but then there's another aspect where you, you take the individual and you take the totality of what he did and understand like what really was going on and you just it's nothing it's nothing guys are getting paid left and right dudes are making 
hundreds of thousands of dollars all over the country. Um, and he get he gets caught in a, in a, a random weird situation and it was a forced situation and you just kind of feel bad for the guy. In my opinion, at least I do. Uh, you, you might have your own opinion. You might not agree with that and that's fine, but man, it's just for him to, to get hemmed up for three months on that. And it's one of the only ones, I think there's a couple other guys that, that had to serve a, a couple months too, but, um, the big wigs in this whole case didn't have to spend a day in jail. And that's, that's just wrong. Marty Blazer is a big piece of crap. How he gets out of this with one year probation is ridiculous. Doesn't make any sense. Anyway, Eric McDonald's coming back. That's pretty dope. Eric McDonald announced on Twitter last week that she would be coming back to the women's basketball team, and she instantly makes the women's basketball team a national championship contender should we have a college basketball season moving forward. That is so cool, so awesome, and I think that um, her her coming back is, is a big coup. And, you know, it, it continues to separate – the women's program is quickly becoming what U of A men's basketball was in the 90s and the early 2000s and even the late 80s where players love playing at U of A and they don't want to leave and they want to stay. You know, Ari McDonald is as much like, um, you know, Sean Elliott. She, she is that difference maker for this program. And Ari McDonald has is, is got to be in the top five for conversation for um, National Player of the Year next year. She's going to be a, uh, an All-American coming back. She, Her coming back makes Arizona a preseason top 10 team for sure. That's not even debatable. That's not even debatable. They finished the season at number 12. She's coming back. Sabrina Ionescu is gone. Um, there's, I mean, what team in the Pac-12 can you say um, is going to, to just absolutely handle Arizona? You, you can't say that anymore. There is no team. It was Oregon. Oregon is done. Uh, or at least Oregon is going to st- – got to think they're going to take a little step back with Sabrina Ionescu gone. They're still going to be very, very good, and they're still going to be a top um, probably 10 team. But um, when you when you talk about the totality of, of what Ari McDonald means to Arizona versus what Sabrina Ionescu meant to Oregon, when you drop off one of those players, that team is going to take a significant step back. And luckily for Arizona – Arizona doesn't have to take that step back. So good for them. Then you move on to the men's side. Zeke Naji, he's going to bounce to the NBA. I completely understand his decision. I'm surprised that we haven't heard from Nico Mannion and Josh Green yet. But there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. And full disclosure, man, I I don't know. I don't know what to think right now, to be honest. like I don't even know if we're going to have a season next year. Um, you know, I'm surprised that the NBA and the NHL haven't canceled anything yet. And they're still holding on hope for maybe a, a late, late end of the year playoff or something. I, I don't know what, what's going to happen. Um, there's been, you know, the champions league has been canceled. Um, uh, the, the masters is canceled. The British open is canceled. A lot of sporting events worldwide are, have been canceled. Wimbledon was canceled. I'm very, very surprised that the NBA and the NHL haven't canceled their seasons. The NFL is is looking kind of dicey right now. Major League Baseball, same thing. Like, you just don't know. You have no idea 
Nobody does. And I, and folks, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but we're still on the, the upslope of this hill. Um, and it's only going to get worse for the next couple weeks before it gets better. So, you know, hang in there. Um, Zeke Nagy going to the NBA, that was a lifetime dream. It's a lifetime dream for any basketball player. It was a lifetime dream for mine, for me. I'm sorry, not mine. That was ridiculous. Me. And it never happened. But, you know, it's a dream for everybody. And I think Zeke Nagy going to the NBA, while it hurts Arizona, it's not a surprise. This is the Sean Miller way of life. He recruits players that um, have been good. And sometimes they think they're better. And they move on quickly. They move on quickly. And there's probably a reason for that, um, both on his end and on their end. Uh, and then I go back to, you know, you listen to that recording and how he talked about one of his players and benching him and kind of getting the, the last laugh kind of thing. You're like, man, do you, do you really want to play for a, pl- a coach like that? Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I would want my kid to play for a coach like that. I wouldn't want to play for a coach like that. Like, have my best interest in mind. And I will do whatever you want for the team as long as I know that you don't have some kind of, you know, agenda against me, you know, it's just, I don't know. Anyway, we kept it short and simple this week. I hope you guys are out there staying safe, um, staying out of trouble, um, practicing social distancing. There's plenty of old time content all over YouTube. If you want to look at some of that stuff, please do. And, uh, you know, uh, so what we're going to do, I do believe, is we are going to separate these shows uh, week to week. So I will be back in two weeks, folks. And hopefully we have some more and we have some better news here in a couple weeks. But those are my two cents on the whole FBI thing and uh, Sean Dawkins or Christian Dawkins documentary. Nothing new, nothing crazy. And uh, it's kind of what we expected. So, hey, stay safe. Be cool. We'll see you next time.